Greetings and welcome. I am Dr. Carol Gambule, your host on Word Anchor Podcast. I'm also an author and a publisher. This weekly podcast covers a wide range of issues that we face in life and the solutions that are provided for in the Word of God. I aim to encourage, to teach, motivate, and guide as we move along in this life's journey. Please subscribe, download, and share this podcast. Someone out there needs to hear this message. I hope you enjoy this episode. Greetings and welcome. The title of this episode is Confidence in God's Protection. Now more than ever, we are all awakened to the possibility of something going wrong in our lives. It is like the whole world has just been awakened from a deep sleep. Everything was going well generally. Of course, not for everyone. But widely, as people, we were going on about life's business. You wake up, you send your children to school if you have. And you go to work, you come back and prepare dinner, you watch some TV, read the word, pray and go to sleep. In between, we catch up on social media, the news, touch base with friends. Some were busy planning and launching their businesses, their careers, starting hobbies and many more things that people were busy with. Time and again would be shaken by an earthquake or floods somewhere that makes the news a plane crash here and there and wars in other countries. Life went on until the news came that there was a daily disease that was killing people in large numbers. The whole world awoke from slumber. Health ministers worldwide began to work more hours than they have ever worked all their careers. It was a far-fetched matter until we began to put face to the disease and until it hit home. Then we awoke to the fact that someone higher than us has always kept us. We read in the book of 1 Samuel 7 verse 12. It says, Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mitzpah and Shen, and called its name Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. Indeed, the Lord had helped us and always helps us. But you only realize when something drastic happens in your life. When you look back, you realize that I've actually been lucky. But it's actually not luck for those that believe in God. It is the reality that God's hand has been upon you. You never appreciate oxygen until you struggle to breathe. And the thought of a hospital scares you even more. As you hear news of the number of people that have passed on, you wake up thinking, could I be next? One may say, but why are you afraid of death? I would say, chat with other people, those that are satisfied with life and you'll hear the words, of someone ready to go. I know that my grandmother was ready. She kept on telling us that you must not cry, my children. I've seen you grow up and I've seen your children grow up and therefore there is really nothing that I have not seen. Therefore, you must not cry. So she she really prepared us, though it was not easy. So when you see an older person who has done it all, they actually look back and say, I've done it. It is okay. I can go. And then when you chat to a younger person, you'll realize that there are still big dreams that are being chased. There's still that career that is being chased. There's still that ministry that is being chased. There's still the dreams that are being chased. Someone still wants to get married. Someone still wants to see their children growing up. Someone still wants to have a business 
make some millions and be rich and experience a whole lot of things in life. So it's not about being afraid of dying, but it's about the dreams that you still have. And you say, Lord, I shall live and not die to declare the glorious works of the Lord. Some of us are still petitioning God for unfulfilled prayers. Anyway, this season has awakened us to the supernatural protection of God that some were not aware of or conscious of. God has been there protecting us from this accident, from that sickness and that financial trouble. Many have not been hit by this pandemic directly. And for some, that is a reason to say this pandemic is a scam. It is until it hits you hard that you realize that you have been protected from it for so long. And that is God Almighty. God is there daily to protect us from various things. Recently, I had such a bad day driving to one of our offices hundreds of kilometers away from home. I got a speeding ticket. I missed a 10 and ended up at the toll gate far from where I was going. I hit a U10 and the cops nabbed me right there on a highway. They, however, had mercy on me, but my day was already ruined. And as I approached the office, a car almost hit me. It was a very close call. I called my sister and asked her to pray for me. It was a bad day. But then when I look back, God was right there with me. God protected me from that accident. It could have been worse, but it wasn't because of God. The psalmist captures it nicely in Psalm 124 verse 1 to 6, which says, If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. This episode says, Confidence in God. The Bible tells us of a story of two men, Prophet Elisha and his servant. Last week's episode dealt with the joy of knowing things by revelation from God, where he prepares you for things to come or reveals the truth of what has already happened. We left the story where Elisha told the king of Israel where the Syrians were camping and that was more than once where he thwarted the planned attack. This infuriated the Syrian king and he asked his people which one of them was a spy. Now we pick it up in this episode. The response was, one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. So he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And it was told to him, saying, Surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Second Kings 6 verse 12 to 16. Such powerful words. Don't be afraid. Here we are a majority. We are more than them. Don't be afraid. Knowing where the Syrian king was camping gave the king of Israel an upper hand and he went and attacked the Syrians. 
Now the Syrian king came against the servant of the Lord, for he told the king of Israel, even the words that the Syrian king spoke in his bedroom, Ah, praise the Lord. The focus of the king of Syria moved from Israel to one man, prophet Elisha. He was spared for his battle plan, and he had to be dealt with. So this is the story that we are looking at in this episode. So the king of Syria sent horses and chariots and a great army just to go and find one man who was not even a soldier. He was powerful enough to shake the kingdom and the army. Remember how Elijah, the man from whom Elisha received a double portion of his spirit, how he called fire from heaven and fire came down and killed a hundred men that came to capture him. And the next 50 were spared by the plea of their leader. In this case, God destroyed the enemies of Elijah who wanted to capture him. However, on this one, the horses and chariots of the Syrian army approached the place where Elisha was. The greatest thing about this story is that Elisha was not moved, the servant of the Most High God. Though the Bible does not tell us if he knew they were coming, but his composure suggests that he did know. The reaction of the servant grasps our attention. He came out in the morning and saw the great army with horses and chariots surrounding the village where they were. He immediately knew that they were looking for his master. And of course, he was going to be captured too. The servant cried out, Alas, my master, what shall we do? I can imagine the thoughts in his mind. We are not soldiers, master. We don't have spears, master. Not even shields to protect ourselves. Master, have you seen how many these soldiers are? Oh, master, you see, you talk too much and have now gotten us into trouble. Or oh, what's the plan, master? Can you call fire like your master Elijah? We need a miracle. We are doomed. These people will kill us. Master, answer. They were facing a great army. If you face a great army, you can only under normal circumstances trust in your own army if they are twice as many as your enemies or if you have lethal weapons more than your enemies. Otherwise, you may just as well raise your hands up and surrender. You need to be confident on something. Trust something. Trust someone to help you out. Or on your own superior ability to come out and not panic in the face of possible attack. Or better still, you need to have confidence in God, superior, almighty, and loving Father, who you trust to come to your rescue when you need him. He is your ever-present help in times of trouble. Whom do you trust when you are in trouble? On whom is your confidence in the face of adversity? Elisha answered the servant, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Glory to Jesus. Glory to the Father. Oh, relax, my servant. God's got our back. We are many. We are more than them. We outnumber them. They can't beat us. They can't hold us captive. And the servant looked around and saw just himself and the prophet. How can two men be more than a great army? Even if your mat is messed up, prophet, we are just two. The men of the city are not coming with us to battle. It's just you and me. Come on, we need a better plan. But Elisha, the servant of God, knew that his servant did not know what he knew. And then he said, Lord, I pray. Open his eyes that he may see. You see, the servant had no idea that they were surrounded by a great heavenly army. God never runs out of troops, child of God. This servant panicked because he had no clue that God had sent them help, not backup, but help. 
when you look at a trouble as bigger than you, you need to see a God that is bigger than your enemy. Glory to Jesus. When the doctors tell you about the sickness that is incurable and there is nothing they can do, you need to see God that is well capable of healing you. He is Jehovah Rapha and he is also willing to heal you. When your finances are messed up, you need help from the one who says, the silver and the gold is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills are mine, the earth and its fullness thereof is mine. Then you realize that your challenges are no match for God. God seeks people whose confidence will be on him. His eyes go to and fro in the world, seeking whomever he can show himself faithful on their behalf. It could be you. Surely it should be you. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. The servant was excited. A heavenly army had descended, an army more numerous, more powerful, and supernatural than the Syrians that had come. The Lord of hosts had released an army for his servants. The heavenly army was waiting for instructions on what to do. Elisha prayed, strike them with blindness. The whole Syrian army became blind. They could do nothing. They could go nowhere. They were led like sheep to the slaughter, but they were led to the king of Israel, who got excited to see them. And he asked, My father, shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? Elisha said, Don't kill them. Give them food. Let them eat and be merry. When they were done, they were released, and the Syrians were too grateful to come again and attack Israel, because Israel had God that protected his own people. Elisha had confidence in God, and God sent him help when he was in need. He saw in the spirit what God had provided to protect him. In another story, King Hezekiah said similar words when facing Sennacherib, king of Assyria. This time, there was no vision about angelic hosts coming to rescue the king and his people. It was an inner trust and confidence in God without seeing any vision. King Hezekiah strengthened his men, saying, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid nor dismayed before the king of Assyria, nor before all the multitude that is with him. For there are more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people were strengthened by the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Second Chronicles chapter 32 verse 7 to 8. King Hezekiah did not see any angels. He had confidence in God. With God, they were a majority. More than that, the arm of men, as many as they were, was nothing compared to God. The arm of the enemy was just flesh, a mortal flesh that dies. Oh, but God, but God, when he comes, the mortal flesh, the arm of man is nothing before our Father. God has not changed. He is still the same God that rescues us daily from the attacks of the enemy. He expects us to live our lives with the confidence in him, fully trusting him. We ought to say, the Lord is my ever-present help. The Lord is my refuge and strength. The Lord will rescue me. Just like the three Hebrew boys who faced a fairy furnace heated seven times more, yet they were still able to say, our God will rescue us. Have faith in God. Let your confidence and trust be fully on him. Men change, but God is the same. Paul said to the Philippians, In Christ we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Philippians chapter 3 verse 11. So we are not bold of our own accord. That is why it's very easy 
that when something that threatens your life, the first thing that will come is your being scared of it. But you see, when the spirit rises, then you're able to be bold against the situation that you're facing. The Lord is accessible to us. He is within us, within reach. Let's approach him with confidence and boldness. May the Lord rescue you from whatever the enemy has planned against you. May the Lord protect you from the onslaught of the enemy. May the Lord grant you strength and wisdom on how to respond to the enemy. May the Lord open your eyes to see the unparalleled power by which he works great miracles on the behalf of those that have faith in him. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. For there are more that are with us than they that are in the world. We have ministering angels all around us. There are more with us than they that are with them. Then we can be able to say, Ebenezer, thus far the Lord has brought us. Thus far the Lord has kept us. Thus far the Lord has protected us. And he is not going to change on us anytime soon, ever. He is the same God who protected the prophet Elisha. He is the same God that responded by fire against those that came to capture the prophet Elijah. He is still the same God today, the Lord Almighty, the Lord mighty in battle. He is with you. Have confidence in God. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. I hope you were blessed by this message. For copies of my books, go to Amazon.com. Check out the show notes for more details. Until next time, stay blessed and continue making the Word of God your anchor.